This episode is dedicated to Mandy Zenner, TK51110, from the newly formed Northern Darkness Garrison in Indiana. She passed away unexpectedly on January 5th. Mandy had helped as non-costume support alongside her husband Andrew, TK25866, at several events, and having just completed her own costume, was excited to join the 501st Legion as a member. She never got the chance to submit her application, but in the wake of her passing, her costume has been approved. So she is now TK51110, enshrined forever as one of our eternal Legionnaires. We found the computer outlet, sir. Plug in. You should be able to interpret the entire Imperial network. You are listening to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming organization. Stay tuned for global news from the front lines of the Empire as the men and women of Vader's fist celebrate more than a decade of promoting Star Wars, honing the art of costumes and props, and contributing to the community through charity and volunteer work. Your hosts. Take it away, troopers. Copy that. Well, welcome to episode 70 of the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion Vader's Fist. This is our episode for February 2013, and I'm your host, Nikki DZ8397. And I am Scott Allen, SL9854. And I'm Andy, ID8169. Oh, welcome to the 501st Cast, Scott. This is the first time we've had you as sort of a, a full-time capacity here. You've been on, I think, a couple times before doing little reports for us. Yep, yep. Um, so for those that don't know, Scott is our Legion Charity Officer and also Southern California Garrison's Commanding Officer. And thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So take it away. <laughs> We're going to put you right to work. I know. Well, a little overview of the Legion. So the 501st Legion is currently at 6,038 members with 9,961 approved costumes in the Legion. In this episode, we'll, of course, recap some of the recent missions, give some reminders about Legion elections, and update you on the 2012 charity totals to give you a sneak peek also at the 501st Legion C6 DVD. Recent news. On January 30th, 2013, the Legion Council unanimously approved the formation of the 501st Legion's newest unit, the Ireland Outpost, founded by Outpost Leader Alan Delaney, TD-16178, Membership Liaison, Stephen Mohan, ID-33330, and Public Relations Officer, Paul Morrison, TD-44031. They are dedicated to carrying out the Legion's mission of giving back to the community across the Republic of Ireland. Congratulations, <laughs> and Aaron Gobrock, Ireland Outpost. The 501st Chinese Outpost was formed in 2010. And over the last three years, they have organized dozens of events and recruited more than 30 new members and raised almost 10,000 U.S. dollars for charity. Sensing that the time was right, the outpost recently submitted an application for garrison status to the Legion Council. We are pleased to report that a unanimous vote of 95 to 0, the Chinese garrison has been approved. Congratulations. Awesome. You can visit them at www. 501 com. 
And last but not least, the Black Ice Squad recently formed to better serve the Empire in Northeast Wisconsin. You can find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash Black Ice Squad 501. Oh, they're a slippery bunch. <laughs> There's a new group on Facebook that started this past Saturday calling themselves the First Sensory Legion. I'm not quite sure what their goals or aims are, but I'm sure 501st Legion members, especially those in the UK where I think this group is, is founded, would be willing to help them out. Essentially, the premise, from what I gather from the pictures on their Facebook page, is that visually impaired people need to feel the Force and learn about Star Wars through touch. Definitely sounds like a fantastic endeavor to me. In fact, our Spanish garrison had a, a mission way back in 2008 where they actually had a whole audience uh, from a visually impaired school that came and listened to, I believe it was Empire Strikes Back, and then afterwards they got to meet all of the characters and touch the blasters and touch the lightsabers and touch the helmets and be able to feel what they had just watched in the movie. Um, but if anyone knows more about this group, please post in our show notes at 501st.com slash podcast or on our 501st page. We'd love to you know, hear more about them, what they're trying to accomplish, and how we might be able to help them. And as a Legion elections reminder, uh, while we're recording this episode, the nomination phase of our yearly Legion elections is winding down. Once the episode airs, we'll all be in the midst of the Q&A session, which runs through February 11th. Now, February 12th is reserved for closing statements from the candidates, and then the voting will take place on the main Legion forums through February 17th. If you have any questions, head over to the 2013 Election Forum subsection on the main Legion boards. If you have any problems logging into the main Legion forums, send an email to info at 501st.com. First Imperial Stormtrooper Detachment's February newsletter is now online featuring the tip of the month. Keep your shins from spinning. We'll have a link to it in our show notes. Well, since our last episode of the 501st cast, the Full of Sith podcast has put out six episodes. Criminy. I feel like we're a slacker. So head over to fullofsith.com and take a listen to the most interesting Star Wars conversations in the galaxy with guests like Steve Sansweet and Bonnie Burton. It's hosted by the Mike Pilot from Mediocre Show, Obviously Oblivious, The Awful Show, and Brian Young, who's an author, filmmaker, and writer for StarWars.com, and Kinsetta Parker, who's a publicist, works for Rancho Obi-Wan, and is a 501st Legion member. So head over to fullofsith.com and take a listen. For those of you that aren't aware, Peter and Angie Mayhew, Mr. and Mrs. Chewbacca to most of us, have had two children's books out for some time now, Growing Up Giant and My Favorite Giant. Well, They've just been made into uh, ebook formats, so we can now download those. We'll have a link to where you can purchase them online in our show notes. TK4944 could use your help. He has entered Axe Apollo Space Academy competition with the platform of being the first 501st Legion Stormtrooper in space. Two lucky Canadians with the most votes will win this contest and will get to travel to Orlando, Florida to experience real astronaut training. We'll have a link to, in our show notes so that you can go right to J.P. Brevard's page and vote. He's currently in 101st place as of this recording. So are they going to let him take his armor in space? Yeah, TK's in space without a Death Star. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not sure. I was trying to read through the uh, the contest page and see do these people actually are they eligible to literally go into space or is this just like space it, camp? Yeah. So I was How fun sure. would that be though? Yeah, that's space so cool. Space camp with blasters. <laughs> go JP. So our new Russian outpost has started a series of interviews featuring their fellow Legion units. So far, they've interviewed Georgia Garrison's PR officer, Outpost Peru's commanding officer, and Outpost Bolivia's commanding officer. We'll have a link to each interview so you can check them out for yourself. Hmm, maybe we should be recruiting SL-10010 to do some interviewing and reporting for the 501st cast. Well, as most of our listeners have probably read either on you know, Facebook or Twitter or wherever you get your entertainment news, uh, the Star Wars 3D prequels, Episodes 2 and 3, which had been due to come out in the theaters in September, have now been either canceled or postponed or severely delayed um, because Lucasfilm has decided to focus on the new trilogy that we've hopefully everyone has heard about, Episodes 7, 8, and 9. The other new uh, information that has come out recently is that not only is Lucasfilm planning on making episodes 7, 8, and 9, but then they're also going to be making these standalone spin-off films. I think we're just going to be, like, inundated with new Star Wars <laughs> movies to go watch. This is, like, overwhelming. <laughs> well, I think I read something recently, too. Uh, NBC or ABC, somebody was supposed to pick up a possible live-action TV series, so that's still out there in uh, the nether. Yeah, that seemed to have been on the burner forever. I didn't think that was ever going to come out. But, yeah, then I once the whole Disney purchase took place, I've been hearing rumors about that again, too. Right. It's going to be interesting so, to see what happens in the next year or so. So one day we'll be watching the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show and it'll be like, oh, coming up next on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, our kids are going to be so spoiled, the whole next generation here. Yeah, think of but, all the new toys. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. There's oh. always been conversations about that, too. It's like, really? Do we really need more toys? Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, I was reading but, that article about Hasbro's new, what is it called? The Black? Oh, the, the Black line collection, or the Black Collection or, or something. Yeah. I mean, at least I, I like the fact that they at least came out in the article and, you know, said basically point blank that, you know, these are for the adults. Absolutely. You know, they didn't even try to, you know, cover it up or anything. These aren't kids' toys. These are, they they basically said in there, you know, let the kids play with the three and the three quarters figures, and you know, this is basically for the adults. I'm like, oh right. man. This is your daddy's bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of exciting stuff coming up though, and of course, the 501st Legion is going to be participating, I'm sure, in all these new movie releases and promotions, and then we're going to have tons of new costumes to research and recreate. Lots of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be crazy. We're going to have some really good times ahead uh, in the next year or two, I think. Okay. Speaking of good times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, well, I should say, this is going to, the next part that we're going to have a link to in our show notes is the sneak peek at the 501st Legion Celebration 6 DVD. And um, this is all going to be new stuff for Andy, right? Because you didn't make it, right? Right. Right? Uh. So it'll be like uh, reminiscing for some of us and and the rest of us will get to uh, see all the stuff that we missed out on. But it should be really cool. We'll have a sneak peek to it uh, in our show notes. But you may have already seen it on Facebook. But definitely take a look again. Watch it again. Yeah, I'm watching it now. 
Each year, the 501st Legion members volunteer their time and attend a number of charity-related events. It's been my privilege in the last four years to help track and record as much of that as possible so that we could basically show people what the 501st Legion does when it comes to charity. In 2012, our Legion members helped to collect over 198,000 toys for needy and underprivileged families. We raised personally over $168,000 through our own fundraising efforts, uh, and we also attended additional events that helped to raise over $14 million for various charities throughout the United States and the world. What this breaks down to? 501st Legion members donated over 4,747,325 man hours wearing our imperial costumes, all in the name of fundraising and charity. So awesome job, troopers. That's spectacular. Did we have the man hours total last year? Did, were you able to do Sadly, that? Sadly, we did not. Uh, this was the first I year I, I uh, was able to create a new uh, form for us to post all of the information to capture, you know, donations of toys and man hours, you know, number of troopers at events, number of events, number of hours of events, things like that. So it's a lot of great information, and I think that people don't realize just how much time our our guys in plastic space armor are out there doing good. <laughs> yeah, because I totally didn't remember the man hours thing from last time. Yeah. I was just curious. What's that? Like, what's like a minimum wage? Yeah, think about it. Think about job what, worth. I was just what curious. Is so if minimum you like, wage now eight seventy-five or something like that. You know, no. so yeah. take federal minimum wage and multiply it by that number of hours. Pretty awesome. So, uh, as I said, we've been tracking the charity fundraising for the past four years. Um, I don't have my 2009-10 notes handy, but I know in 2011, the Legion uh, reported that we raised $257,000 directly through our own efforts. So while that's slightly more than what we did this year, you know, giving everything that's happened in the economy, I think it's still an amazing number that we did this year. We still attended events in 2011 that helped to raise $11 million for charity. So even though I don't have the trooping hours uh, tracked for 2011, I can guarantee you it's above 3 million uh, man hours for last year as well. Hi, this is Peter Mayhew, and you're listening to me on the Further First Cast. Mission reports. On December 20th, seven members of the Outpost Ecuador, with some support from Star Wars Fan Club Ecuador, paid a visit to Hospital Del Nino, Roberto Gilbert Elizalde. We'll have the links to a few pictures from the visit in our show notes. Uh, it was wonderful to see the children smiling and enjoying the visit, considering they were hospitalized, so be sure to check out the photo links that we have up. I think it's wonderful work for the Outpost Ecuador, and we're looking more, uh, forward to more work from them in the future. Uh, I want to say thanks to Federico Blum. <laughs> I wonder who that. Yeah, is. I don't think there's any yeah, relation. no relation, right? <laughs> BH six four six zero and Victor TK two seven six zero for the report. Thanks, guys. On Saturday, January fifth, Empire City Garrison, joined by members of the Northeast Remnant Garrison and their Rebel Legion counterparts, attended the first, which stands for. For Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology, Robotics, Second Annual Scrimmage at the Cradle of Aviation Museum in Garden City, Long Island, New York. The CAM is Long Island's Air and Space Museum and features an actual unused moon lander, an A-10 tank killer, 
and other incredible artifacts from aviation history. They also have a dome IMAX motion ride and some really impressive exhibits. They hosted the second annual FLL First Lego League scrimmage for First Robotics. First Robotics, though, a partner with Girl Scouts, fosters opportunities for girls to explore math by providing hands-on experience in designing, building, and programming of robots. This was a great event and not only helped the museum, but it helped bring awareness to the FIRST program. The 501st was on hand to help cheer the teams on and inspire the kids' interest in robotics. They also ran a shooter trooper booth, which raised $50 for the pinwheel project. Marty BH1524 brought his R5D4 droid, and that was a huge hit. And he took the time to show off some of the under-the-hood operation of the unit to some very interested young robotic builders with a chance in a lifetime for them to see the inner workings of an R2 unit. Now, the Empire City Garrison plans to return to the CAM again on June 15, 2013, for a future event. And we'll have links to photos in our show notes. Thanks to Chris TK6744 for that report. Well, Mexican Garrison's Imperial City Squad participated in Jawatan 2013, which I must admit, when I first read that, being a Jawa in the 501st, I was quite confused what this event was supposed to be about. But apparently, it's dedicated to delivering toys to children on January 6th, which is the day of Dia de los Reyes Magos, a Mexican tradition that symbolizes the gifts that they brought the baby Jesus. The kids had fun playing with inflatable lightsabers, soft toys, and educational games that were donated by Legionnaires. We'll have a link to some pictures from the event in our show notes. Thanks to NinDZ2402 for that report. Members of the Hong Kong Garrison participated in Vox Amica Press 60th Anniversary Party. Vox Amica Press is a nonprofit organization under the Salesians of Don Bosco, which is a religious institution that has published children's picture and word puzzles and magazines for over 50 years. Yeah, I'm picturing them as sort of being the Hong Kong version of highlights magazines that most of our generation in the U.S. grew up with. We'll have a link to the pictures from this event in our show notes as well. And thanks to Mancom TK2328 for that report. On January 26th, four members and two recruits of Carolina Garrison hosted a shooter trooper booth at the Carolina Children's Charity Snow Day event. They were also silent auctions, live music, a cornhole tournament, snow play areas, and food. All monies raised went towards Carolina Children's Charity, an organization which helps reward financial grants to local children 18 years or younger with birth defects and or childhood diseases. The event was a great success, and Carolina Garrison raised $246 at their booth. We'll have a link to a video from the local news that shows a brief clip of kids playing in the imported snow and the shooter trooper booth. Thanks to Jason TD5945 for that report. Yeah, I had to laugh when I saw that one of the features of this event was snow play areas. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are right. snow play areas? Don't you just have snow everywhere like we do? Right. Uh, no. snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then in the video they show them spraying the ground with the snow. Like, what is that? That's awesome. Hopefully they didn't use like a thousand cans of that snow spray from, you know, decorating Christmas trees. 
<laughs> like this is the South. I mean, I mean, it's like it, it was like we had like maybe two drops of snow last week, and they like canceled all the schools. <laughs> Sorry, kids, it's the best we could do. <laughs> so even with the Super Bowl being in New Orleans, there was no way that Bass Alpha Garrison would give up Mardi Gras. Some parades were moved up a week from their traditional dates, but in the suburb of Metairie, the crew of Caesar rolled as usual. Since there are no parades in New Orleans, and with the extra visitors, crowds were much heavier than usual along the six-mile route. Also helping was the best weather in years, mid-50s instead of the more typical 40s or 30s that they've had in the past. There were over 20 troopers and seven wranglers who trooped the parade, riding or marching in front of their skiff float. And in that number included folks from Florida, New England, and Star Garrisons, and the Rebel Legion's Dagobah base. So thanks to Bill, TI-2954, for that report. Then on January 26th, members of Bast Alpha Garrison blitzed the southeast Louisiana during three troops in one day. In Baton Rouge, they partnered with the Rebel Legion's Dagobah base again to help APAWS, Animal Protection and Welfare Society, collect donations and assist cats and dogs in finding new homes. Later that evening, they took to the streets of Baton Rouge to kick off Mardi Gras, joining the crew of Jupiter and Juno in their parade. Also that night in New Orleans, garrison members marched with the intergalactic crew of Chewbacca's. Making this parade special was the presence of the Chewbacca's Emperor Peter Mayhew himself. We'll have a link to some photos from the APOS event and the crew of Jupiter and Juno parade in our show notes. Thanks again to Bill, TI-2954. I don't know if they had the crew of Chewbacca's parade in the past. I think that's the first year I've heard of that yeah, one. Yeah, I think that's brand new. Because um, wasn't there something also to do with, uh, there's like a little movie, something about Chewbacca's that Peter just did. I saw something posted somewhere. And I think, um, what's his name from Bast Alpha? Jeffrey Kent uh, mm, was involved okay. in some way. We've had Mr. Kent on our podcast before, too, I think, for Shooter Trooper. Yes, yes, he uh, he definitely likes to talk Shooter Trooper, which is great. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Angie Mayhew, better known sometimes as She Baca. You're listening to the 501st cast. <laughs> This Friday, February 8th, the Carolina Garrison will be appearing at the South Carolina Stingrays hockey game as part of NerdCon. Check them out at the North Charleston Coliseum. Puck drop is at 7.05 p.m. And Garrison Excelsior will once again be attending Kids Fest at Total Sports Experience in Gates, New York on Saturday, February 16th. We'll be hosting a fundraising booth for the Italian-American Coalition for Kids. And the following weekend, we'll be at the Rochester Museum and Science Center in Rochester, New York, for Star Wars weekend. We'll only be appearing on Saturday, February 23rd, though. The Southern California Garrison will be attending WonderCon in Anaheim next month, March 29th through 31st at the Anaheim Convention Center. We're uh, looking to for forward to having our uh, shooter trooper set up as well trying to uh, see if we can get in there and raise some money for charity uh, in that convention. It's the second time that WonderCon has been in Anaheim, uh, so we're curious to see what happens in the future as well. 
So another upcoming event in March is the AllCon in Dallas, Texas, which will be March 8th, 9th, and 10th. Uh, not only is that a, a big convention for the Star Garrison and for garrisons in the area, and I know they're going to have Shooter Trooper, they have uh, a bunch of different events going on, but uh, for those of you who might know the web series that came out in 2002 called Pink Five, this is a Star Wars fan film that uh, almost set the standard for other films that came after. Um, was the George Lucas Select Award uh, fan film in 2002. Uh, Trey Stokes has since then made you know Pink Five episodes two and three as well, and recently through a Kickstarter he was able to uh, raise enough money to create the sort of the final chapter of Pink Five um, of the Pink Five series. So that's going to be a, a sneak preview at the Dallas AllCon. And if you want more information about Pink Five, about Trey Stokes, and about how fantastic that little uh, series is, I would say take a look at the uh, AllCon website. It looks like it's, uh, I think, on Friday, uh, uh, March uh, 8th. Uh, but check it out if you can. We'll have uh, links to the convention and to the uh, Pink Five website in our show notes, too. And for more upcoming events, be sure to check out our friends at Roku Depot. They publish a data burst from the 501st, which contains upcoming events from as many of our Legion units as they can gather data from. We love it. This episode's shout-out goes to Jason Vicoli, TD-7764 of Bast Alpha Garrison. He is the Legion Trooper of the Month for December 2012. Bast Alpha recently raised thousands of dollars to help the family of a little girl named Cassie who has a medical condition. When Jason heard that the family had no money in their budget for Christmas, he took it upon himself to help them out. He asked his friends and family for donations and with his own very significant contribution, raised about $900 to give Cassie a very, very happy holiday. Jason discreetly got Cassie's Christmas list, and he ordered her just about everything on it, including an Xbox 360 Connect and several other games for her and her siblings. He and his two other trooper friends personally delivered the presents to the family uh, home a few weeks before Christmas. So again, congratulations. Um, we're also going to send out a congratulations to other December nominees, Ken Seymour, SL8995, and Scott Brine, ID 9946. And now we come to the giveaway section of the podcast. And we were a bit disappointed that nobody had any 501st Follies. We asked last episode for you guys to send in some some stories about your trooping mishaps or funny events that that happened to you so we could play them on the 501st cast and nobody was brave enough to send us anything. <laughs> Come on, guys. Every time you put that armor on, it's a folly. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, but seriously, stuff happens at every event. So come on, let's make this happen. We even offered 501st cast patches as a prize, but apparently that wasn't big enough for you guys. So what we have this episode is the chance to win one of the Fight Like a Jedi sketchbooks. We talked about this event last episode from the Great Lakes Garrison. It was um, Matthew's friends. They did this event called Fight Like a Jedi, and they put together a sketchbook with, I'm not even sure how many pieces of art. I should have got the book out and 
and looked, but uh, tons of artwork in there. And it all went to benefit this young boy. So we had one donated to us by Blasty from the Great Lakes Garrison, and now we have it to offer as a prize. So call in to our 501st Cast hotline at 828-419-0501, or you can email your audio clip to podcast at 501st.com. And we want to hear just anything, I guess. It maybe even doesn't even have to be a mishap. A funny story, something that happened at an event that you want to share with us. And we'll uh, pick out one of the submissions to win the sketchbook, and we'll play them all on the next episode. As always, our official home on the web is 501st.com forward slash podcast, where you can post your feedback and comments and listen to previous episodes of the show. The 501st cast is an easy way to catch up on a few weeks of the Legion news while driving, sitting at the office, doing nothing, working out, you know, whatever it is. But if you're looking for up-to-the-minute news, you'll need to get it from our social media feeds like Facebook and Twitter. Just look us up on Facebook as the 501st Legion or go to facebook.com forward slash the 501st Legion. You can also follow us on Twitter as at 501st Legion or go to twitter.com forward slash 501st Legion. Join in the discussion as thousands of fellow fans share their passion for trooping, Star Wars, and charity. Hey, well, thanks for joining us, Scott. Hopefully we can have you on the show another time. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate the invite. That was a lot of fun. All right. Night, everybody. The 501st is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. While it is not sponsored by Lucasfilm Limited, it is Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial Costuming Group. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated items are the intellectual property of Lucasfilm. Copyright 2013, Lucasfilm Limited, and trademark all rights reserved, used under authorization.